0: Hello and welcome to Restoring Democracy. I'm your host, Will Merriweather. This week, we are going to analyze the importance of losing with dignity. In a democracy, how one party loses is just as important as how they win. To begin with, I would like to look at the board game Monopoly instead of politics. In the board game Monopoly, everyone starts the game knowing the rules, agreeing to play by the rules, and even playing by them during the game until inevitably someone will lose hours later. Monopoly has a reputation for losers being so enraged that more than once a table has been flipped and the pieces of the game thrown everywhere. I know this reputation exists because I am one of those individuals who has flipped the table and thrown the pieces everywhere. Politics can be the exact same. Monopoly is a game in which everyone knows the rules and agrees to play by them, yet the outcomes of the game are so upsetting that the actions of the players playing the game and abiding by the same rules results in destabilizing the relationship between the players. Losing with dignity is important. Just like in Monopoly, losing with dignity in politics is just as important. That does not mean that one cannot be upset about their political loss. For example, after John Adams lost the election to Thomas Jefferson in 1800, he went almost 20 years before speaking to his friend again. John Adams only did so because his wife, Abigail, kept a cordial relationship with Jefferson throughout those years in which they were not talking. One may say that this is not a dignified defeat. But Adams could have used the power of the presidency to retain power. There were federalists who supported the notion, but the rules of the game and upholding those rules were more important to John Adams than the power and the position he could continue holding. In the United States, it is the federal constitution that outlines the rules for playing the game at that level. And each state has their own constitution, which outlines the rules for the political game in those states. If we know the rules of the game, agree to play by them, and acknowledge the rules as fair if we win, we must also acknowledge that the rules are fair if we lose. Losing without dignity has consequences. In the 1860 presidential election, Abraham Lincoln won the presidency even though he was not on the ballot in 10 Southern states. These Southern states believed it impossible that Lincoln could have secured the electoral votes without securing any Southern state. After the election of Abraham Lincoln, South Carolina decided to attempt to leave the Union, giving his victory and his desire to limit the expansion of slavery as key reasons for their decisions. If Stephen Douglas won, the Civil War may not have occurred. They did not oppose the rules of the game, merely the outcome of of playing by the agreed upon rules. Their inability to lose with dignity led to hundreds of thousands of deaths, billions of dollars of, of lost revenue, and the outcome of abolishing slavery, something that South Carolina adamantly opposed, occurred sooner than they would have wanted and faster than the timeline of limiting slavery in which Lincoln had campaigned upon. No American politician, though, embodies the idea of losing with dignity more than Al Gore. Al Gore won the popular vote for president in 2000 and only lost the Electoral College by one vote. Without the Supreme Court intervening in Bush v. Gore, it is quite possible that the United States would have had President Gore instead of President Bush. What makes Al Gore even more poignant is that he was responsible as Vice President of the United States in presiding over the certification of electoral college votes. There were some Democrats in the House of Representatives who wanted to contest the election and the electoral votes of Florida. But Al Gore did not encourage those Democrats to do so, and he persuaded Senate Democrats to not go along with the objection. Everyone who runs for office hopes they will win, but someone must lose. Rarely does a politician have a 100% success rate. It is the response to losing, especially losing close elections, that highlights the strength of democracy. We can change the rules of the game. However, as we discussed in week two, there is not enough trust to rewrite the Constitution. Therefore, Those who play the game must agree to abide by the rules, and when they lose, acknowledge that the majority of the population, or at least the voting population, preferred someone else. Just like in Monopoly, when the game is over, tables should not be flipped, and the relationship of the players should not be so damaged that they can never play again. So too, in democracy, must the individuals running for office agree not to destroy the nation simply because they lost. Win or lose those individuals running for office are not alone. They have a team behind them, because unlike monopoly, politics is a team sport. In order to restore democracy, we have to understand that politics is a team sport, and how the team of political parties can help rebuild democracy. And so next week, we will discuss the importance and the role of political parties in democracy. Thank you for listening.